Hafadeguam, I'm Adriana Gattaro, and you are tuning in to The Greater Good. And today I'm joined with three individuals. We have Mel Hanagan. Yes. Okay, yes. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I, I try to practice it too, but <laughs> Family Ministries uh, Director at Bayview Church. Yes, ma'am. And then we also have Pat and Renee Finn. Got those names right. Yeah. And you guys are the directors of, Mahana. please say the name of, I don't want to mess up the orphanage name. Mahana um, Orphanage in Bali. In Bali, okay. So Ma Mahana. Yeah. Okay, so um, you guys, um, Bayview Church is going to be going to the orphanage and um, helping out this upcoming summer. Yes. Tell us a little bit about how, uh, what the trip all entails. Oh yeah, so um, one of the things about our church is uh, one of our, our tenants are Christ, community, and culture. I'm just going to make and, sure. Uh, this, this focuses on the cultural aspect of our ministry that we do at Bayview. So. Um, the type of ministry that we're going to be doing in Bali is not anything foreign to what we already do here on in, in Guam. So what we want to do is we want to take some of the type of ministries that we do here in Guam and bring it to other parts of the world. And we're so thankful for uh, the Finns here and God allowing this opportunity for us to be able to go to Bali and, and, and do this trip together. Okay, so Finns, you have to tell us how you got started and what this orphanage, I mean, I was learning, a li listening a little bit and I couldn't help myself with asking questions, but just tell us about, uh, you know, what brought you to Bali originally and how you um, founded the orphanage. Uh, well, Renee was born in Jakarta. Her parents were missionaries and she had always wanted to go back. When we got married in 2002, we decided to incorporate Bali into our honeymoon. Mm. So <laughs> we ended up spending uh, two weeks in Bali, I think, yeah, and, uh, and we just fell in love with it. And we made a lot of friends there. And our first trip, we wanted to get involved with an orphanage. We just wanted to, to check it out and see if we could help. Uh -huh. And so we got involved with an orphanage in the main city of Dempasar. And we okay. probably spent, I don't know, five or seven years working with that orphanage. Every time we went to Bali, we would help with construction on something, help the kids out, donate stuff. And then uh, over time, we kind of realized that we wanted to get more involved with the orphanage um, scene. Uh, and we thought that the orphanages that, that we went to, they were all designed as uh, dormitories. Okay. And, and we didn't like that because you're cramming 50 kids into a big room. And it was very impersonal. Mm -hmm. And the way these children develop, they pretty much, they grew up these dormitories with no families, no parents. Their only role models were the, the leaders at the orphanages. And then at 18, they said, sayonara, get out of here. Mm -hmm. And we didn't feel that that really prepared the children. So we came up with an idea of perhaps uh, creating an orphanage where it wasn't a dormitory, it was right. houses. We ended up getting involved with a orphanage out in, Mahan in um, Nagara, which is ab um, about three hours west of Kuda. Everybody knows Kuda. Yeah, the main tourist area. Okay. And uh, over a period of a couple of years, we realized the guy had a lot of land. So we ended up leasing the land, and we started building these houses a couple of years ago. We have 24 kids in there now, 25 five kids. Mm -hmm. So we wow. have three complete houses. Each house has a house mom and eight children. So it's creating families there. Yeah, we're, creating we're creating families. families. House four is almost done. And then we'll be um, looking in spring to break ground, hopefully, on House 5. Wow. we got enough land for 12 houses. So Bayview was instrumental when Pastor Kevin found out about what we were doing. They wanted to help construct houses. So they actually donated the funds for the first two houses. Raised by amazing. members and local community of Guam. Yeah. Wow. And it's amazing how that happened because I came in in uh, 2017 and 2018. We did this drive. 
in fundraising for these houses. And by God's grace, in the couple months that we did this drive, we were able to raise up $20,000 by God's grace. It was $20,000. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Each house runs about 12000 So tell us what the, uh, you know, what the village is like there. Nagara, paint a picture for those of us. Nagara is actually largely Muslim. So we have like a, uh, we're a Christian orphanage, okay. which is interesting because they, they're very open to our presence there. Mm -hmm. And uh, we kind of feel like we're leading by example. In, in the uh, Muslim community, there's not a whole lot of emphasis on kids or orphanages. So their orphanages tend to be very poor or non-existent. Okay. So they, they come in and they see what we're doing in the community, and these kids, they, they do well. I mean, we're providing for them after they leave the orphanage. We're putting them to trade school. We have two mm -hmm. girls right now that are learning to be uh, midwives. We have one wow. guy that's uh, in college for engineering. We have a gentleman, um, one of the kids, one of our kids, that just that, uh, went to a trade school, and he's now working on one of those boats that goes to him from the oil rigs. So yeah, the community is wow. where, if you could just picture a, a Christian little center here and then the community being Muslim watching us and saying this is amazing what they're doing and so it's like an eye-opening experience. Yeah. It is. You hear the Muslim yeah. gong, don't you? Like yeah. In that region. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and one of the things we wanted to do when Mel brings the group and we'll be there and the kids is we uh, do plan on inviting some from the Muslim orphanage to come join VBS as well. So mm -hmm. we're hoping, you know, we can be a light to them. Yeah, and inspire them. Wow. Yeah. I'm over here feeling a little inspired already. I'm like, <laughs> so um, tell me when the trip is. Yeah, so um, this is our travel agent here. And, uh, <laughs> she's been, that, yeah, she's been working. Uh, she, she's like a travel guru for us. But um, we, we've been uh, looking at different dates. And right now, I, I think we've been able to solidify it down to uh, the third week of January. So the 21st June. to the 20th, or of June, 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 June yeah. sorry, of June, so thank you. The third week of June. <laughs> yes, yeah, like between, anywhere between the 20th to the 29th, 21st to the 28th, we're just okay. narrowing down ticket I'm prices. I'm gonna put that on my calendar. Yes. yes, okay. Please. I'm gonna put that on my calendar, <laughs> just so June, I know. Third week of June, <laughs> okay. so summer trip So you said kids. about 15 kids, I believe? Yeah, so um, we were gonna try and make it a more intimate group, and as we continued to plan, we, we started to realize one of the biggest needs that, that is, is needed there is for kids to have kid uh, interaction with other kids. Oh, okay. And so we were thinking about sending 10, but as, as we continue to talk with the Finns, we started, we're starting to realize that they're really hungry for social interaction and just um, talking to kids their age. And maybe you could talk a little bit about um, the age different and why that's important. Yeah, we've got children there from one to eighteen. Two of our oh, the, from one. Oh, the, wow. the two girls that are doing the midwife school, there we actually brought them back to do house mom duties as well. They're very popular there, and and uh, the the thing that we try to to advocate for is not really to to help with supplies and that kind of thing because the sponsors cover that what these kids need is the interaction they need to know that somebody out there cares mm -hmm. at all the, the um i know we're the area or the the people we're dealing with are christian but there's a huge hindu influence and mm -hmm. in the hindu culture if you are in a situation where you're orphaned or you're handicapped that's not um that's not because um I don't want to phrase this. It's really uh, bad luck. Yeah. yeah and and luck. so yeah. they don't want to be involved with people that have bad luck. So mm -hmm. they are abandoned in life. And there's a couple of kids there that just, 
Um, when we bring Western kids over there and adults, they, they're just sponges. They just can't even believe that somebody out there cares About, that they're yeah. going to survive or, or anything. See the good in them. Yeah. yeah, and bringing the kids from Guam, they can see, hey, there are other island kids and the world's, you know, we want yeah. to expose the them that this isn't just Bali. You, the world's open to you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And to dream again and to, you know, look for things outside yourself that just because you grew up in an orphanage, one that you're loved at, there's still so many things out in the world and so many people that care. Mm -hmm. So how do you um, both feel being able to provide that kind of love for the kids? I think we get more out of it than <laughs> yeah. they do. <laughs> I mean, it's just when we go there and we spend time with the kids, they're just amazing. I mean, we had just the other day, we had them call on Christmas Day. And, and it was oh. awesome. You know, they got on uh, FaceTime with us on Christmas, and I was like, okay, if we're done with Christmas, we're good. <laughs> it's so amazing. I mean, all the, what we do for them, we don't feel as, as great as what they do for us. Mm -hmm. It's just, I, we cannot wait to get back there every time and see them. How often do you go back? Four times, Four times a, year. a year. Four times a year. We'll be going back again uh, around January 18th. January 18th. For about okay. a week and a half, yeah. And um, typically you do bring, are there multiple mission trips? Because I know with this one, no, we or? just go, and sometimes other families from Guam go with us since we go back so much, and, and we spend time too. there. Yeah. A lot of Bayview families go to meet their kids, yeah. and since we go a lot and know the island, some will just join us on vacation. So when we go, we always go to the orphanage and spend some time. So there. for those that might want to join in on the efforts, how can they? Well, that would be up well, to now. Yeah, <laughs> so um, I think uh, one of the ways that uh, that could help definitely is... Uh, I, I just built a part of our uh, website page for our, our, our church. If you go to bayviewguam.com slash Bali, it'll, be, it'll, it'll tell you how you could get involved. It'll, it has a link to uh, Mahanayim Orphanage. It has a giving link as well. And also there's going to be uh, different fundraisers events posted on, on that as well. Um, so the best way to get in contact and how you can serve or be a part of this uh, you could go on to bayviewguam.com slash Bali, and if, if you could get in contact with me and let me know that of your interests, I'd love to be able to talk with you about it. We also have a website for the orphanage, so if people are interested in sponsoring a child. Yes, can, which can, is what's going to be my next yeah, question. Okay. So tell, tell us how people can um, sponsor so a child. The website is ourbalikids.com, and you can go right there and there's a sponsor link so there's tons of pictures and each sponsor has um, a, a login id and password to their own little section where they can email and communicate with the kids and stuff and about how many families do you know on guam that sponsor kids yeah, that's a good question some of them sponsor over, multiple over 15 i'd say I think, yeah, yeah 15. close to 15 and then we have some that just want to do random donations and then we've had some that wanted to donate toward houses and for those that donate and say, I want to sponsor a house, they choose the name of the home. Mm -hmm. And uh, oh, for wow. a full house, including furnishings and everything, it's 14000 U.S. dollars to build a home that will accommodate a house mom, an assistant, and eight kids. And we're just about to finish the fourth one, and we'll be building eight more. So also when you go to www.ourbollykids.com, you can just send a message. It'll come to me and Patrick. We can answer any questions. So anything like that um, we'll be glad to help we love to see a 
K-U-A-M. I know. So I'm like, I have to ask, you know, I'm just curious, what are the names of the houses? We have Bayview. Bailey. And we have Hope House. Hope House. Okay. And Grace Place is number three. And some doctor friends of ours out in California that have done some mission trips there, the Bakers, will be naming House 4. So we'll have the house name very soon. And each one has a placard with the house name on it. There's lots yeah. of pictures on the website. Yeah, lots of pictures on the website. I was going to say, I know we, I, you guys gave me some, and I was looking at them, I was like, wow, they're so beautiful, these homes. So what's it like to construct one of them? Uh, what's the process? Well, uh, Dinox, uh, our foster daughter, her husband is the one in charge of all the construction. When he was in the States with us, he got jobs in the construction industry. And you got to keep in mind, too, that a lot of people in, in Indonesia build their own homes. Mm-hmm. They've been raised to build their own homes. They're, they're kind of... Um, um, low quality so we had to up the game a little bit uh, mm-hmm. it's very typical in Bali to build a house too close to the ground and so the water from the ground gets mm-hmm. sucked up into the walls and the paint peeling and the mold and the yeah. mildew and stuff mm-hmm. so we had to teach them about building a foundation and drainage and gutters on the houses to pr- to prevent uh, that kind of damage but um, for the most part, the houses are nice. They're yeah. very nice. Adi's doing a great job from yeah. his, he understands western construction. Yeah. So are they concrete? Yes. 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 I just yeah. bought a house here in Guam and I was looking at different prices like, man, I need to move to Bali. <laughs> so. You can build a nice three bedroom. Yeah. You know? yeah. It's so funny. I'm like, is it concrete? Like I've learned living on the it's islands. Concrete. I'm like, so are there concrete? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm learning as I live here. And that, then Adi does the maintenance and upkeep you know, of the existing houses. So we're in the house moms are in charge and they get inspected with the kids yeah. and the kids try to keep up with little rewards for if they have the cleanest house that week. So oh, wow. we do little incentive programs yeah. for them to keep them it's, really it's nice. It's honestly like, you know, being raised at home. Chores. Yes, chores. Like, okay, where's my allowance? <laughs> I'll water the plant. <laughs> it kind of sounds like Hogwarts too, like this this house versus this house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But we're trying to, a lot of it is pride self-pride for these kids and their lack of self-esteem and I feel like it starts there right if you live in a really nasty house you're never going to feel like you can do better than that so we mm-hmm. show them hey this is clean mm-hmm. but you have clean. to keep it this mm-hmm. way yeah. our sponsors aren't going to keep sponsoring if you don't treat what we provide you nicely mm-hmm. and we keep going back and we're like oh it looks so great we're so happy we, the the and there's a lot of competition between the boys and the girls oh yeah of <laughs> course to, always. the girls house is always beautiful <laughs> yeah. and then we the boys house is shockingly nice i mean i was mm. anticipating a lot of problems there, yeah. but it's funny outside on the i was gonna say how's the yard <laughs> we, a, we have a porch and on the outside there were a lot of like marks on the walls and uh-huh. stuff and the house mom was like yeah i keep telling the boys to quit putting their feet on the, on the walls when they're lying on the floor and uh-huh. like what you're telling me is the boys got to paint the wall. That's what you're telling <laughs> yeah. me. So and they're like, oh right. man. But we just started construction on a um, on a common area. So the the houses are located around like a large oval area, and we're building a, a, a common area in the middle where they can play okay. sports and stuff, football and, and soccer, soccer, and then yeah. have football. a football. Yeah. Football. football. Sorry. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, their football. Yeah, exactly. So, so um, you may have said it already, but how many kids are there now? There's 24 right now. 25. We just added three, so we're 27. 27. 27, 27. and still growing. Yeah, yeah still well, growing. We're gonna have room for 112. Yeah. So. So, um, if you could just explain um, for those that don't know, how necessary is it to have an orphanage like this in Bali? What is yeah. what's the dynamic? It like, goes back to what I was saying that that culture they really kind of um, push them aside. So either they're ignored or they get. 
we have one little girl there. Her three of her uh, three in the one family came to the orphanage. They were getting uh, abused verbally, physically, emotionally, any possible abuse, and that was them. So these an, an orphanage is critical. These kids have nowhere else to go. So. Mm -hmm. And so with that, um, one of the things that I try and instill in my kids in my youth group is uh, we, we desire, not just me, but I have a whole team of youth leaders as well, and we focus on all aspects of their life. Um, we want to mentor them in any way possible. Mm -hmm. We see them as biological, psychological, social, spiritual beings, and they're all intertwined together. And you can't just focus on one. They're, they're a whole person. And the uh, types of things that we try and mentor and, and teach these kids um, like we do fun activities, we do uh, service activities. Why do we do that? Because we feel that it makes them a whole person. It teaches them about the love of Christ uh, for them. And then it also gives them a ground to be able to launch from there, to be able to do trips like, mm -hmm. to, like Bali. So um, you've been able to see, just through the ministry, um, kids grow, right? Yes, and definitely. So, I was going to say, if you could um, shed some light on that, what the growth has been like through your eyes. Yeah, so... Um, I'm really excited about this year. Um, honestly, I'm, I'm surrounded by an awesome team of youth leaders who are uh, just very rambunctious and very fun to be around. Um, we do a lot of fun events, like uh, a couple, or last month, we did uh, 1980s uh, prom murder mystery night. <laughs> and we had like uh, 60 people there, and it was just really cool to just connect with a lot of different people in the community. Um, we, we also do uh, some service activities, like well, we, we prepare eggs and then we, we, uh, we do a, a, a hunt for the kids. But those are just, um, battle, it's a battle rhythm of just getting them to think outside of themselves. It's, it's a way of God has given us a blessing and what are ways where we could look outside of ourselves mm -hmm. and, and bless others. And mm -hmm. I think that's, that's the rhythm that I see at Bayview in general. Um, so um, one, one of our tenants is uh, community and one of the ways that we uh, think through church is how can we be a blessing to others. Mm -hmm. It says in Jeremiah 9 that uh, when we seek the community's blessing, God blesses us in return. And it's really cool because we've been a part of all these different ministries like uh, tutoring program ministries, Safe Haven, Helping Women and Children, Harvest House in the Foster uh, system here and we just want to put um, feet or wills to our our Christianity. Um, Christ left his home in, in heaven to, uh, to to be with us and he, he left all the blessings that he had to bless us and we just mm -hmm. want to continue that pattern here um, here on Guam and also in Bali mm -hmm. as well. Using your uh, God-given gift right yeah. to do good. Definitely. Yeah. yeah definitely and um, yeah, that's what you guys have done as well. So this is your first time taking the group abroad, though? Yes. Um, so I got back here uh, on Guam. I'm, I'm, I'm local, um, but I've been away from uh, for the States. I, I was getting trained uh, theologically and just in ministry. Um, but I got back in 2017, and it's always been a goal of mine to do a mission trip because I, I actually ran a couple mission uh, trips in the States uh, that were focused more on the inner city and cross-cultural and I know um, Pastor Kevin our head pastor he's done a few trips with his youth group back, back in the States um, to Mexico and we both had this vision of this is one of the experiences that we want to give our youth group um, is uh, an experience to look 
outside of themselves to look toward other people um, to, uh, to, to serve in cross-cultural ways. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow, I'm looking forward to this. Yeah. I feel like I'm going on it, but I don't know. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm feeling something. <laughs> but um, so whenever you guys went there for your honeymoon, did you ever see this coming to life like this? I think, yeah, we, I think so. the first time we got involved with the orphanage there, we thought we'd, we wanted to be part of this process, and we thought we could build a better one, and we'd been working to that goal for years. And so. I think growing up with missionary parents, both of my parents are gone, and I kind of wanted to always do something in honor of them, and when, as, when I was a child there, we would go back and forth from Jakarta to Bali for weekends and mm -hmm. different things, so... When it was the first time that when I landed there and like the smells and the sounds, mm. I look at them and I'm like, I'm home. So it, yeah. when we get there, it's not, Bali's home to us. Yeah. And the kids and the people and the culture. So <coughs> that's uh, going to be our final retirement place in a few years. And we I know. can't I like, wait to grow this me. orphanage. <laughs> We're so excited. It doesn't sound like you're retiring. It sounds like you're retreading. So. Yeah, maybe exactly. So. Maybe so. Um, so yeah. something else that we had talked about, um, you know, when people go there to the orphanage, they cannot adopt the children, correct? Right. Can you um, inform? Um, you probably remember the, um, uh, the tsunami in, in Bande Aceh years ago, and um, there was complete devastation. Back during that time, you could adopt Indonesian kids fairly easily. The problem was back then there was a lot of orphan kids, and they were being adopted um, and basically being trafficked. So the Indonesian government got wind of it and they just shut the whole adoption process down for years and now they've instituted the policy that you have to live in Indonesia for at least two years to adopt an Indonesian child yeah. and you have to adopt yeah. in your faith. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that each person there has a registered identity card and it is, um, you know, Muslim, Hindu, uh, Christian and so you have to keep it the same faith. So for those that do end up sponsoring kids, though, um, I know it didn't adopt them, per se, but they do connect with them. They, yes, like, they can visit, they can, they can you know, mm -hmm. communicate via social media and different things. We do uh, FaceTimes with the kids. So, yeah, and when they come take them, and like for Donat, when she was 18, we were able to get her a visa to come live with us. She went to college in the state. So I mean there's a so you can it's, make, it could be a lifetime commitment. Yes. She is yes. our daughter not by legal realm but mm -hmm. forever our daughter. And that was the purpose of the sponsorship. We wanted um, the people donating to the orphanage not just to be donating to this nebulous fund mm -hmm. and who knows where the money right. goes. Yeah. We wanted them to meet the kids. We wanted them actually to have the same relationship with their kids that we have with Danak. It's mm -hmm. lifelong. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing. That's what, so she's 30 now, right? She's yeah. 30. Yeah. She's got a little boy that we and call And runs the orphanage. Yeah. 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 That's amazing. So that's her way of giving back, her and her husband, and we have a grandson, Zay, that's three. So yeah, we love getting back mm. quite often. <laughs> <laughs> wow, see that? Everything happens for a reason. Everything yeah. happens for a reason. Who knew? It's been a journey. And it's continuing. Yes. yes. Um, is there anything else that um, with Bayview, other, because um, I, I know this one, yeah. this mission trips in, you know, in June. So is there mm -hmm. anything else upcoming as far as, um, you know, any public outreach or anything? Yeah, so um, I guess I, I did want to talk a little bit um, or, uh, maybe a little bit about the fundraisers. So, again, if you if you want to donate uh, to the trip, you could go to babyguam.com slash Bali. Um, and on there right now, there we have uh, posters of 
at least one of our, the fundraisers that we're going to be doing is uh, a yard sale. So if you guys, um, I know it's the Christmas holidays and we probably got a lot more stuff than we, we really need. <laughs> or we just and, have. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, have the, one of those. Yeah. Yeah. Our youth leaders have called it the purge. So we're going to yeah. work on the purge and see what we, we don't necessarily need anymore and a percentage of what is donated um, for, uh, for that yard sale is going to be given to the trip. Um, in the future, we're gonna we're gonna try and uh, we we're thinking about fundraisers that connect with local businesses because we want to help local businesses here as we also um, look to uh, to fundraise for our trip. Um, we're gonna do a silent auction in um, in April, and what what that is is um, our our kids and our teen leaders are gonna be able to give different services. Like we have photographers, we have. Um, our artists, we have different people who can make things. We have people who uh, who uh, babysit or have other gift things. And so we'd like to do a silent auction that will help them to serve in those ways and to raise money for the trip. And then just like every other um, Guam, Guam fundraiser, we're gonna do a uh, car wash. Um, <laughs> so um, as far as fundraisers uh, go, um, yes. I, I did uh, just a just a small um, soft fundraiser um, just just last month, um, and basically it was I, I I laid out different envelopes and I put different uh, denomination numbers on there and I said you could support it by putting that that uh, amount in in those envelopes and we are just through that soft fundraiser we've been able to to save. Um, uh, ten point ten point five percent of what we really need for the trip. So. So what's your ultimate goal? Yeah. So um, so we're we're looking at uh. So to to go to Bali is probably going to be around six hundred dollars, but then with living expenses and all that, um, we just want to give a buffer. So we're thinking probably nine hundred dollars a traveler. That's for uh, kids and for youth leaders as well. Okay. So including Adriana? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're looking at between 10, <laughs> 10 to 16,000, depending on how yes, many yeah. all together. Mm -hmm. Okay. And when are the dates for, especially the yard sale? Yeah, so um, February, <laughs> so February 1st okay. um, at Bayview. At Bayview. We have a, it's, I don't know if, you, if you've never been to the property there, it's probably going to be the most beautiful yard sale you've ever been to really? because you're gonna it's over it's literally a view of the bay so oh um, okay there's like this soccer field type area and then we have our buildings and I, i'm envisioning i'm um, still gonna talk to uh the different church leaders at our church but i'm envisioning it's gonna probably be in that uh in that field area and those that just want to donate stuff mm -hmm. they don't want to come to a yard sale do it handle a yard sale but just want to donate stuff to mm -hmm. help the kids they can drop it off during yes. the week from uh, nine yeah. to five during the office. Yeah, so. our our business hours are nine nine to five Monday through uh, Monday through Friday. Um, they want to bring stuff yeah. for the yard sale. Yep. And okay. Yeah, all my information is online as well at babyguam.com. Uh, you could either shoot me an email or call me. My number's on there as well. Okay, great. And then if people, let's just um, say the website one more time. www.arbalikids.com. Okay, great. Well, anything else either of you would like to add? Anything? No, thank you for having us. Thank yeah. you so much. I'm looking forward to talking you. to you again, hopefully. Definitely, <laughs> yeah. definitely. All right, well, thank you all for watching. I'm Adriana Katero for The Greater Good.